was a disaster that brought everybody that out of the world. Trump signed. I you okay. are such a partisan. This is just absolute nonsense. Okay, wait a second. Trump would have gotten. Wait, wait, wait. We're on another topic now. Trump would have gotten. All right, ten, he, yeah. he went left on us. Okay. He went, yeah. What? T- please explain what you just said because there could be fewer. I, fury I, I, here. I understand that I have to talk slower. For no, don't talk slower. It's, it's for the audience. Just talk clear. If they think you're crazy, we want to clarify no, how okay, crazy you are. I, I can, I'm talking about certain events that are correlated with other things. Okay. So Obama, less, oh, 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 Obama. We're Obama's third term, Joe Biden's emissary, as his emissary. You believe he's been on top of this from the get-go, he, watching Obama, 150 bombings all over Iraq, Jordan. Been, um, it's absolutely certain. And he's already measured, bombing, measured he's resistance. Been bombing Yemen. We there have been reports of U.S. troops and mercenaries in the area. Well, Jordan, whole, yes, but it's been there for it's been there since yeah, a, no, since like, Trump. We can't call him being weak on this when he hasn't really listened to any of the calls from like progressive activists. You know what Americans call weak? Would you agree? Would you, you know what Americans call weak? When. There is a sufficient amount of rage that stops the madness. And we, since he hasn't stopped the madness for, what, three wi- three months now, three you, weeks of continuous well, bombing, it's pretty obvious there. he's weak. They live there. Th- 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 this is the kind of thinking that even LBJ got. Come on! Let me, let me, let we me, have 15 no, battleships no, out there. Let me, you, you, no, this is the type of concept. 15 battleships are out there Wait, let me ask, in the Sea of Aden and the Red Sea. I want to ask him a question. Would you agree that Iran was in serious... Economic and yes. diplomatic trouble thanks yes. to they Trump. They were broke, correct? They yes. were broke. Thanks okay. to Trump. You agree with that? And I don't we, know thanks to Trump, but they were broke because I don't know all the specifics. Who, who got them out of the Iran deal? Who got Trump, them out of the Iran Trump deal? Sees, Trump who shut got the them door out of the Iran deal and said, You're not getting this and money. And told all the countries yeah. that you do that business was a with them. mistake. Okay. No, it was wasn't. They kicked him out of the Iran deal. Absolutely. It was. A, it was a, Iran uh, was on its knees. They had no money. They had no money. They wouldn't have nukes. The regime wouldn't be having an opportunity to be more Dude, powerful pa- if they could not acquire that is BS. That's, that's they already just, have that, nukes now. That's wrong. Uh, Iran is acting the way that they're acting because they already have the bomb, and any American who thinks they don't have the bomb is full of it. And they had the bomb even under the Trump administration. They've this had is the bomb. From the guy who is certain with no evidence. I don't know Castro about that. I don't. Nukes. I don't know. I don't. Think, yes. I don't think they have the bomb. McNamara, I McNamara be- told us I flat believe- out in his book, I don't believe Wayne they- Day's book. I don't believe they have McNamara it. said that uh, that after the missile crisis, Fidel Castro kept bombs. Now, could he deliver them? That's another question. But it was same amount as Israel had, over 60 nuclear weapons. The only evidence I have of that is his book. I don't believe Iran has a bomb. Okay, well, you're absolutely wrong. Okay, I don't believe... I just want to remind everybody... They don't have enough bombs. Nobody on this table really has a background in military history no. or logistics no. or tactics. No, but, but, but I do have a background in military history that Israel would not allow Iran to get the bomb. That's what I believe. Well, that's what, what you, we were all that's what We you, all saw that you kind of uh, wishful thing. Walk down the halls of Congress and demand that this peace deal not go through. I remember and that. that and that was a good move. We invited them to Congress yeah. to, to try to and shadow that, box yeah. Obama. Uh, Obama, right. Because Obama was disrespecting the whole region by allowing Iran uh, to get the bomb. And Iran was in... Was and funding it by the United States because allowing Iran to do business with bo- all, deal, all our allies is a way of filling Iran's coffers. And Iran yes. was economically and diplomatically... This is on the problem, its, this is on the problem with American communists. They really <laughs> don't want to acknowledge that they're commie. Yeah. You guys are commie. You people who pacify our enemies and allow... Our enemies that get stronger and stronger and stronger are the same people okay, who say hold that. Hold on, hold on. Let, let, let's clarify for the audience. 
there is a difference between progressives like myself and mainstream Democrats of the party. There is absolutely a well, difference. Well, guess what? And that is visible in not the any, actions not of the party. Guess what? Not guess what, Buff? Most of the Democrats who have voted. So let's no, make I'm that sorry to clear. tell you. Not anymore. There isn't a single Democrat in Cor- your party Cor- that is elected Cor- that isn't a, progressive. a statist yeah. communist. We, he's no, com- now you're changing the conversation. Entirely. Maybe I'll get. Maybe no, I'll you're g- changing the conversation. No, 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 no. I, I jumped up. You have. It, I, I was talking about in terms of opposing war, and now you've shifted. Oh, come on. What Democrat? What right. Democrat? No, it's fine. You're changing the subject. I'm no, trying to keep us honest. No. I'm just I, saying there's no difference Democrats between have the been de- wanting democratic war. establishment and progressivism. None. There isn't. Zero. There is zero. 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 You can't even name can one I, establishment I Democrat. I can't. Go, name Nancy them. Nancy Pelosi. She ah! Do you want me to tell you why? Do you want me to tell you why? Why? She was just talking about investigating people protesting at her house. That's a communist to me. To see if yeah. they have links you to communists like, arrest you, all the people outside yeah, their house. You can't threaten that's the power. That's not a communist position. It is a communist position. You just, was J. Edgar Hoover he was, well, Hello, him and LBJ went after everybody. You think other communists That's a fascist communist, yes. Okay, so, okay, audience, what you're seeing right now is a man who is ideologically ignorant to how politics actually works. Well, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, and you have a great understanding. you are. Uh, denying communism in your so, country. So, so, no, 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 no. Because I, no, you're a I, communist. I'm not, I'm not. I can proudly tell you who... What makes you think you're not a communist? Give me one of thing because you like to buy things? No, no. So do communists, okay? No, no, I can tell you. I can tell you. Because I don't believe nationalizing all resources is not necessarily the right move economically. I believe in a place well, guess for what? middle and small That businesses. isn't today's I'm communism. Done. I'm not done. I'm not That's done. not today's I'm not, communism. I'm not done. I'm answering the question. You're I'm reading from the, the Webster question. Dictionary. Can you let me finish the we question? We want to control the factors of production. No, man. Those, that's, that's not communism today. That's communism some... is whatever makes Manny inconvenience. No, communism yes, is any <laughs> communism. It's whatever you don't like. I would because no, it's so disingenuous. Man. Yeah, it's uh, so disingenuous. Anytime I see a politician use government to strangle oh, you, Ann Rand talk. You know, Ann Rand was not a real like philosopher. Well, you oh, and Rand, I didn't meet Anne Rand. Did you? No, no but, 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 but like but, this whole idea about big government being necessarily. She was communist. an atheist. I'm not an atheist. No. Yeah, no, but this idea of big government being communist—that's what you're talking about. That comes from Cold War talk. Well, guess what? Big government is communism. Pretty no, com- it's not. It's pretty. Yes, communist. it is. Then was, then was yes, Lincoln, it is. Then was Lincoln? It's pretty communist. Like, what, now. Like, was Lincoln a communist? Guess what? Was Lincoln a communist? He didn't have answer a, the question. He was. He was Lincoln a, abused federal powers during wartime efforts. Everyone does. Yeah. Yes. So does, is that necessarily communist? No. No. Okay. So then it's not communist. Boom. My point is proven. Bush wasn't was communist when he invaded Iraq. No, communism is putting your enemies in jail. You know, that's common. No, it's not. Yeah, and censoring. No, no. And censoring. I, no, there are, no, no. And, and, and you cens- are for banning books. So are you a communist? No, stop the... That, no, stop my, my, the my point sh- is that you're not being honest. I'm being I'm trying to educate honest. the audience. They're not banning books. But you're, but you're miseducating the audience. No, no, I'm educating When you throw out words like banning books, we, we've already... You just, are for banning books. They can listen on the show. No. What even the books... Time out. Time out. Time out. You like to... You like to move... You like to move the radar screen. You make the radar screen so wide. No, you, you just you've changed, all over the you place. Just, you have changed the subject I, I so many freaking. What is, you you're just declared what is communism, and I'm answering it for you. You just and, answered the, the Webster dictionary. Banning books, banning books is communist. Okay, so when DeSantis puts the books to be thrown out of school, he doesn't take them out of every library. He takes them out of kids' hands. Correct. 
He's correct. He didn't take he, them out of the public library. He took he them, took out, them of out of the kids' library. It's a communist action. No, no, no. it's a minor. Minors are not, to, not to be are not to be taught indoctrinating yes, concepts. Please, but, okay, no, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. What is an indoctrinating concept? Then? Uh teaching my kid how to be gay. Teaching my kid okay, no, to no, no, no. to so, like so, older so men. Teaching kid, my kid to have on. sex. What if I tell your kid that? Um, what if I tell your kid that? Um, that my religion that is very like similar to Christianity happens to exist that like what if I taught them all these Christian principles in a public school well the does minute that count as, if I taught them like hardcore opus Dei Catholicism does that count as if it's explained in a historical reference without the sexuality I don't want you to talk about gay gay priests and all that I'm not even talking about what that does, no I'm talking exactly what I say if out. you're teaching religion in a historical context context which quite frankly early history is all religion from the day of time till today there's always been a belief in something other than yourself it wasn't until the jew came along that we believed in one god and they have been chastised ever since if you learn if you there was greek if you learn one please we'll go on another tangent i'll let you have your field day on that subject because you'd be teaching me so i'll let you speak later about that but when the minute you say i as a teacher I got a problem with you oh. because you're not teaching subject matter. You're teaching your opinion. Therefore, you're indoctrinating my but kid. That's into not what's been happening. Okay. Now, me... if you say I like this version of the history as opposed to this version of the history, what do you guys think? Then you're engaging in a conversation in the classroom. But books that that are just lascivious, correct, and, and, per, and perverse. Correct. Please, please understand at least that point. Take it somewhere you else. Can still, you can still get them. They're not banned. It's not like Dr. Zhivago like and you, Gulag you are, are controlling the state education. No. no a, yes. mind, a, a, child, a young mind You're protecting must, young kids from yes, learning from you know, filth. Lascivious matter. I learned that stuff in school. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. You did not. I did. You, I, did. I can tell you. Anything, I can show you the really... In verse graphic textbook stuff of these acts that weren't meant to arouse. At what age? At, w- at what age did you say that you were taught that? I was taught this around thirteen and fourteen. Anything okay, thirteen any- and fourteen. It should have been banned back then, and it wasn't. Anything you and, learned- and I'm sure it's but, excuse. No, no, but hold on. What if I told you that teaching this kids stuff? Helps them avoid sexual predators. Your, what, ha- that, what happens? No, okay, here's that's my reply. No, no, it is. Why? Yes, it is. You have no sources. Okay, you're not you're, you're you have no sources. Tell them the obvious. How can you debate that you learned it at 13 and 14? And him and I think this is why you're this, this way. How can you prove to me that those books didn't screw you up? Because I, I think you're no, no, screwed up. I, I would tell you the response is... You're afraid of learning things. I'm no. afraid. I'm afraid you're screwed things, up. No. Okay. I'm afraid you're screwed I up. You, How can I? You afraid? No. Yes. I'm not afraid. Sorry, it could have screwed you up. Yeah. That's and right. quite frankly, I, I don't think it did. I kids, think it did. Kids have to be. Lou, pre- do you second the motion? Yes. Is there kids. a motion for radio socialists to be completely twisted? The motion passed. Kids Tudo. have to be protected. Yes. From, their from young yes, minds. I agree. So you teach them about sex so they don't get no. molested. That's what the kids science did. says. Listen to me. You don't listen to me. Listen okay, to wait me. a second. I have no evidence. Kids did. Listen to me. Yeah, I, I, no I do have evidence. No, you don't. Hundreds of years of kids' education. Oh God, that's an appeal. That's not an actual argument. That's a great argument. Great it's a great argument. No, it is. He believes in an evolving education. No, you can't I, argue with right. a guy I, who just said what you... education that neither of you two would be filtered No, by. we can't... We, filtered. No, man. You we, we've got our heads screwed on. We've got our heads screwed on, and you don't have your head screwed on. Okay, let me just say one more thing. If I didn't have my head screwed on, how can I can deal with 
both of you. Let me just say one. Well, doesn't mean you're being effective. Let me just say one more thing. You know, if you can't read something at a school board meeting because it's grotesque. How about Senator right, Kennedy right. speaking if, out loud yeah, in the if Congress? you can't do that, that book should not be in school. That's okay? right. That's all. That's, That's it. But like 13 and 14-year-olds? I bet you that whatever How about you, first year in college? I bet you whatever books you read or, or when, you know, could be read at a school board meeting, a passage, and nobody, no, especially the people. That's just a personal issue of shame. This nah. Objective that's a college thing. issue, man. No, man. No, this is just, you're just no. saying, this I'll, is just an appeal to emotion. I you feel embarrassed it's reading the left. about stuff that's inherently embarrassing it's the in left. front of, like. It's the left that bans it. It's the le- when, when You just talked about banning it, and now you're saying that we're doing it? I'm this saying, is, no. This, this, you gotta keep your talking. No, look, stop, stop, stop being such straight. a jackass, okay? Mm-hmm. Please, just, just stop it. <laughs> you're and getting you, mad. You'll be much, you're getting mad. <laughs> no, because, because I like to, I like to debate. That's why I'm here. I, I, I'm debating. But no, I'm just no, you, you can't, you can't, no, you're not standing your ground. You're, you're calling names and, you know, forget it. Look, here's the thing. The le- it's it's the left that wants the books in the school, okay? Okay, wants those books in the school. Yes, because they want wait, to help wait, arm children. Wait, stop. No, stop, please. Stuff. No. But that's, it's, that's not true. it's the left that when a parent goes up there to read an excerpt of the book that's being in, you know shown to his kid, it's the left that says, no, you can't say it, and turns off the mic. I would not the, agree with that then. Then in this hypothetical, I would say if this is stuff that's being read... I would say, like, well, let's talk about the context. Well, I'll give you an example. Take his loose point further. Just the other day, he was announced, guess what, on Fox News, that Stanford public school system, Stanford, S-T-A-M Ford, Stanford, not Stanford, not the university, Stanford. Get the point. A school district in Connecticut banned, and it made the Veterans Day a non-legal holiday. In other words, and I say to you, it would be a great idea if you force kids to go to school during Veterans Day instead of being off, if you're going to teach about the military that particular day. I think I would agree with that. Okay. I would agree with that. Yeah, I, I but that's no not going to happen. I, I think more people should learn about the military flip it. and how it operates flip the it. branches. Lou didn't read those sexy books you had. He's having trouble with the headphone. Can you yeah. make it so the headphone is... Yeah, he's got to learn. Oh. The, he's got to learn yeah, the no, Rubik's cube. He just kind of handed me the headphones, and I was like, "Okay." <laughs> this is where I lose, give it to the kids. This is where Lou's argument completely falls apart. <laughs> Visually, here in the studio, can you Lou Lou struggled to just put on a, a hey, headphone. Hey, could you hear me on the mic uh, or not? I can hear you on the mic. You sure? Yeah. yeah but, but, you don't okay. have your volume so, on but, your headphone. Your veteran's day point, because that's what the audience is. If the left forces kids to go to school on Veterans Day. And Labor Day, and taught about veterans and labor that day, forcing them to go to school to learn about veterans. I would be okay with it. Yeah, That's not the case. They want to eliminate the honoring of the veterans on Veterans of Day, making a holiday. When they're, they're quite frankly, they ask for free days all the time because they can't afford to run public school anymore. Public school is running out of money. And guess what? So, I mean, so, it, so anything, social security. I would, like to, I would like to support more of the VA. I would like to support more disability. I would like to disband the VA. I would like to do that. And have the private so sector are you take a care of communists because this goes back to what we were talking about earlier. I, I believe it's communist. I believe it's communist to administer drugs to veterans by the government because I don't know what the government's I, I, doing I, to the vet. I, before that, because then I know veterans, veterans that are drugged up by by the government just to shut them up from what the horrors that they saw, and I know that to be true. I had long conversations with veterans, and I was in a Tampa cafe uh, in Tampa, Florida, in 2012, 
And the veterans surrounded me because I was talking politics out loud with another fellow uh, convention goer. It was during the Republican convention of 2012, the one that Romney lost. And uh, they surrounded me because they, I was speaking up. And the VA hospital was very close by because these guys just walked up on me. And they told me horror stories of what happened in Iraq. U.S. US military men against U.S. military men offending each other, sexual assault, male on male, uh, lascivious stuff. That, that stuff kind of really happens a lot. Yes. In, like, a lot of military And guess what? Audience. Those people who had those things to say, every time they'd go to the vet, up to the vet, to the Veterans Administration, they'd come out of there completely doped and their memories were erased. It would take months before their memories would come back. And on one of those days, I happened to be the guy at the cafe where they dump it on me. And guess what? They started saying things to me that triggered memories from the other guy. And the other guy said, yeah, and yeah, and yeah. And I realized, oh my God, these guys have been drugged by the VA. And guess what? They all living around there. Some of them were homeless. Um, I'm I just a befriend them. I started buying everybody coffees because I wanted to hear it. It's recorded. Hey, can I interview you? And I pull out my phone. The other person I was with was very interested in hearing their stories. But we were so appalled by what they were saying. I've yet to ever put that out there at all. It's just sitting there in my phone. Have you I'm repulsed. The Vietnam trials. About the guys talking. Tell us. Talking tell this. the audience about the Vietnam well, it, trials. It was like really interesting. I think. First standing ovation. Thank you. Uh, they would really talk about kind of the surreal experiences of like the absurd hierarchy and the absurd levels of violence that like they encounter, and they kind of come back to a society that doesn't really talk about it or acknowledge it. I remember a lot of times when I would watch a lot of documentaries about like the Iraq War. You would have like young men saying like I'd call my friends and they're in the middle of a party and I'm just out here in the middle of nowhere. So it's like Yeah, what a contrast. Yeah, and I Plus I, they could do that in Zoom and I, they could I, I FaceTime feel, each other. Imagine. I'm in the desert getting ready to be shot at and you guys are partying doing uh, uh, Look, it's, so it's I, fentanyl. I, I would be really for <laughs> supporting a lot more services for these. Oh sure, guys, just I, not absolutely. just not government run. That's my point. So I because get, they're not good I, at it. I get to pivot here and say I care about the well-beings of returning veterans. More not than by you. government, you're actually doing them harm. No. Yes. You're, you're if the government's administrating something, it's going to be done very inefficiently. Not always. Always. Not always. Always. Have you ever seen the government do anything well? Yeah. One thing. Uh, the parks are in wonderful condition around here, especially on Cape Cane in Florida. Um, the parks. We have more parks out open more wow. than ever. How sublime. The parks requires absolutely nobody except for turn on the lights, the no, sun, no. let they, the trees they, grow. They require care. And, and no, yeah. Uh-huh. How about all the serial murderers out there killing people <laughs> in national parks? Yeah, they do a great job. I'm telling you, the parks are not. Manny's going out there stabbing people at night. No, and he's like, damn, no one's stopping we know, me from doing. We know this. that a lot. We know <laughs> a lot of people are disappearing at national parks, and I don't think you should take it lightly because there are people that are very upset that they lost family members who are raped and and taken hostage in national parks that it's a no fact no oh, it just happened once or night. twice yeah yeah millions of people go to the parks and only three get uh you know taken hostage oh if only three get murdered and only three get no, raped just, oh great I, that tells you so government sucks at that too deal, but the government has effectively now you tell me the government single, so the reason that if you come from a family especially like if you're cuban or if you come from like a descendant of the anglo-saxon during um 
westward expansion in the country, the reason you might be doing pretty well off is because there was a promise for anyone who would serve in the military during these wars. You get you get your education. Not only would you get... The that, GI that, Bill. That, that's later. Lou, that's, how come you didn't go on the GI Bill? How did you get out of Vietnam? I was uh, uh, By you, the time I was of draft age, it was already over. It's a good answer. You saved yourself. <laughs> so, uh, there were I'm all, from the Wussy generation. I didn't have to be drafted going nowhere. So there are already other, before the GI Bill, there were already How come they didn't send you to Iraq? There were already other. I, I, I've talked about this on You should You should have been in Iraq. I, I, I seriously considered I would have put you in the front. You'd be a good soldier with all the fighting. In the, no, I put him in the front lines. <laughs> that hard shit. I'm too old now. Ship, ship, yeah. ship. Hard ship. I um, considered it when I was 27. I'll bet you did. Because I was really I was too wussy. Imagine me. Go, and I'd be. They threw. Me, they would throw me into the front line. I went, Shut this guy I, up. I, I, I contacted a recruiter. That's as far as I got. You know. And, and what? He didn't knock on your door and say, "Please." No, he tried to. He tried, he tried <laughs> to get me to come in. I said, "Let me think about Let it." Let me think about it. <laughs> and then hightailed <laughs> while you put on your Birkenstocks. Um, What's up? If if and when you're going to read my uh, my piece, please pr- uh, proceed it. By playing the the link to the Melanie song, so people wait, wait, you don't get really techy on me because then I won't read anything. And Remember, first, AI reads everything here. Yeah, okay. no, no, but they don't do this. You have to play the song. You have to find the link in the story where it says Melanie, you know, and then, okay. That's like way over my head. Can you do it? Okay, uh, oh, I. I I'm dumbfounded, quite frankly. There's like a link in the middle of the... Should I be handling the computer from now on? I think no, I, th- I think if you handle the computers, we'll lose it because you'll bring those banned books and you'll put them on. No, the, wait, the, wait, I got to go to... I got to come up with a better... Go to Lou that. Aguilar Spectator, not that. Yeah, the only way to find you yeah, is... Find me like that. Yes, yeah, so I can find you right here because I go, a, I go to... Yeah, to the I go right here. These are the guys who are working on minimum wage. This is the minimum wage so, list, okay? Um, and then it says here, Lou, four computers bucks an hour. To get on the, handle the computer. Four bucks an hour. Look, show. he looks, he looks like he should be in the post office. The young guy should handle yeah, the, the hand- I, I'm, so I'm Look at the help wanted poster. Lou puts a help on the. They can't see it. You can't even talk about it. Look what they've done to my song. He won't even remember. I mean, he, maybe he will. But. Oh, she looks like. Yeah. Okay, keep going. Okay. She's at, she went to Woodstock for sure. Six, okay, see, click on that. Sick on here. Look what they've done in my song. Here's the song first. Okay, here yeah. we go. Here's a song Dude, for, for Melanie. Melanie, who here we died, go. Who died last week? <laughs> Live radio, folks. Nineteen seventy one. Melanie. What they done to my song Look what they done to my song It was the only thing that I could do half right And it's turning out all wrong Look what they done to my song they done to my brain oh. Look what they done to my brain Well, they picked it like a chicken bone And I think I'm half insane oh. 
look at what they've done to my song. I wish that I could find a good book to live in. I wish I could find a good book. Well, if I could find a real good book, I'd never have to come out and look at what they've done to my song. Ils ont changé ma chanson. C'est le seul chose que je peux faire et ce n'est pas bon. Ils ont changé ma chanson. But maybe it'll all be alright, ma. Maybe it'll all I'll be rich someday, Ma. Look what they've done to my song. Look at what they've done to my song, Ma. I think you should make comments first because I thought it was a god awful song. But it was a god awful time. Melanie was one of the iconic voices of the time. And she just died last week at uh, 80. No, I take my comment back. It was a great song. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's one of those, you know, uh, fire in the, what is it? Uh, uh, lightning in a bottle things, you know. She captured the protests, the, the feelings of the young, who, who, you know, are a bit like Alejandro. Alejandro is atypical in that he knows more than, you know, half the people out it's there. It's funny. Um, do you know who Norman Finkelstein is? No. He is, like, um, a very outspoken... He's, a, like, a Jewish intellectual who's very outspoken against Israel. Uh-huh. Um, and he, he's kind of said it himself that he's like, yeah, I was around for the 1960s. They only cared about drugs and sex. These young people actually care. <laughs> but there's a difference. Be, 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 there's a difference, actually. Yeah. In that... Because, you know, I was the generation... They were ahead of me, you know. But there's a difference in that they read stuff. They didn't do social media or or or, yeah. or, or, or what is it? I uh, TikTok. They read Siddhartha, you know, by Herman Hesse, yeah. and uh, and 
uh, Kurt Vonnegut and those, you know, they were very literate. When they, when they spoke of political opinion, they based it on, you know, Nietzsche, you know, stuff. Th- that, that's gone. I mean, that's not there today. Not in the certain circles that, not, the, among, not among the radi- radical educated. The mainstream. Not you know, in the radical educated. The mainstream, Ivan uh, uh, Kendi, you know, crap is, is, is bubblegum. What do you think? I, 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 I Kennedy's a real comic. Uh, exactly, it's bubble, but it's bubblegum comic. You know, it's it's it's. There's no, no such thing as bubblegum comic. It's, it's moronic. What name did you say? It in, oh, They're all the comics are moronic. Kennedy. I'm not familiar with him. Oh, go ahead. All comedies, uh, all comedies are moronic. The anti-racist, effective guy. but a rum. All right. Now, uh, so. Explain to me what's your article going to do with this song? I use I use the death of Melanie to put people back and compare the protests of the 1960s, you know, for, you know, to the protests of today and the complete deterioration and decline of the protest movement in comparison to the more intellectual and and peace, you know, hippie girls were not like green-haired a, you know, a baby-killing truth. Well, it was a peace movement. You that back then. No, 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 no. Hold on. Martin Luther King was the most hated man in America. The, we're not talking Martin Luther King. No, but this is that's that an movie. earlier. This that's, is that movie. Martin no, King, it's not. Martin yes, King, it is. Luther King. The was, peace movement, anti-war movement. It was not Martin Luther King. Luther King. King but that no, no. What we're same time, about, but that's King, about no. It. King was already massive, dead. Is a massive counterculture by the time of the song. By the time of the song. Yeah. By the time of Woodstock. You know, Kennedy, King, dead. You know. Okay, so. The anti-war movement you're saying was at the later stages of the sixties. It was sixty. It, it, it overlapped with you know while they were still alive, but that that hurt Martin Luther. But King. don't you think you're making a real reach? No, we're going to let I prove me wrong. But don't you aren't you making a real reach because the protests we have today are very egocentric, meaning pro. Pro Palestine, yeah, no, but 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 and anti anti police. We were we were wasn't that political. We were sending boys, you know, we were sending yeah, boys, that, you know, to the far east jungles to be killed, and you know, and to to, to experience war. Instead, instead of sending them to Cuba, here we Dude, go. There's, okay, this is the part that drives me crazy because of the ads. Yeah. You know, and I try to yeah. eliminate the ads on American spectators. I, I, I would just say that, like, I agreed about this movement with Nixon. Trucks it was not See, I don't like to hear the ads. Okay. Kroger.com and start your Kroger, fresh for everyone. For the ad. Enjoy a boost by Kroger members. Uh, isn't that your fault? Why don't you just yeah, listen to that? I'm, I'm doing American Spectator ads on Blink Radio. What they've done to my song. Okay, 50 no. plus years after campus radical stormed buildings, they comprise a more bitter and intolerant establishment. Look what they've done to my song, Ma. Look what they've done to my song. It was the only thing that I could do half right and it's turning out all wrong, Ma. Look what they've done to my song. Melanie, look what they've done to my song, Ma. I had a late 60s flashback last week prompted by two of the era's female icons. It began glumly on Tuesday with the death of Melanie, Safka, whose music stardom launched at Woodstock. I was a kid in 1969 but still remember clips from the decade's ultimate concert. Amid all the gritty legendary rockers like Richie Havens, Arlo Guthrie, Joan Baez, The Grateful Dead, Santana, and Hendrix appeared a pretty, guitar-strumming hippie chick who went by the single name Melanie. Her career took off then and into the early 70s with hit songs Candle in the Rain, Brand New Key, and Look What They've Done to My Song, Ma. But being a movie nerd instead of a rock fan, that came in the 80s for me, 
I most recall Melanie for her great, poetic main title song to producer-director Stanley Kramer's inept pee into late 60s campus turmoil, RPM. Reason is the only way to stop what we're creating. But reason sometimes turns into another word for waiting. But stop. I don't want to hear it. No, I don't want to hear it anymore. Beginning in the 1950s, Kramer managed to stay on the cutting edge of social justice with fine pictures such as High Noon, 1952, McCarthyism, The Defiant Ones, 1958, Racism, On the Beach, 1959, Nuclear Trepidation, Inherit the Wind, 1960, Christian Fundamentalist Intransigence, and Guess Who's Coming to Dinner, 1967, Racism. But things changed quickly in the late 60s, and when Kramer tackled college protests in 1970, the energy was already seeping out of them. Unlike the interminable George Floyd drumbeat, the longest legacy of the Kent State student shootings by Ohio National Guardsmen was the ghastly Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young song, Four Dead in Ohio. Nonetheless, RPM remains a fascinating cinematic curio to which Melanie's lovely yet forgotten contribution, Stop. I don't want to hear it anymore, is the highlight. The film depicts an administration-building takeover by campus radicals led by a ridiculously too old Gary Lockwood, 2001, a space odyssey. They demand the college president be fired and replaced with hip-lib professor Anthony Quinn. Quinn tries to negotiate with the militants only to learn he's now the man in their view. Ultimately, after much absurd agonizing, Quinn feels he has no choice but to send in the state National Guard, archaic spoiler alert. The sequence of the guards forcefully removing the students from the building is laughably reminiscent of the Odessa Steppes massacre in Sergei Eisenstein's battleship Potemkin. Fifty-plus years later, the irony is palpable. Campus radicals comprise the main student body, with the faculty and administration people their Greek chorus, or would be if they still taught Sophocles instead of Ibram Kendi, aka Harry Rogers, and transgender empowerment. The new collegians are more contemptuous of conservative, Christian, Jewish, and Asian students than the man ever was of liberals. They don't want to debate realists, they want them silenced, cancelled, erased in pursuit of their fantastical utopia. And they make their disdain obvious. After losing its diversity hire president, Claudine Gay, partly for not opposing Jew hatred on campus, Harvard University hired a possible anti-Semite as co-chair of the Presidential Task Force on Combating Antisemitism. Quotes from the new appointee, Jewish history professor Derek Penslar, include, Israel's displacement of Palestinians from their land and oppression of those who remain have made it one of the most disliked countries on the planet. Former Harvard President Larry Summers has had enough and posted as much on X. After Friday's new anti-Semitism announcement, I have lost confidence in the determination and ability of the Harvard Corporation and Harvard leadership to maintain Harvard as a place where Jews and Israelis can flourish. The open hostility of today's miseducated youth toward opposing thought and members of the non-victim, read, privileged, class shook another late 60s icon, Ruth Buzzy. Buzzy became widely if briefly famous on the decade-ending massive TV hit, Rowan and Martin's Laugh-In. She continues to be extremely funny on X with witty posts like, an anonymous scam caller said, I have all your passwords. I grabbed a pencil and paper and said, thank God. What are they? Read more, all in the homily, on the death of Norman Lear. But Buzzy was recently far more melancholic reflecting on the decline of youth culture in America, which her old show once dominated. Just browsing through X looks like vehement hatred in America is at an all-time high, Buzzy posted. Those once in flowers and bell-bottoms singing about peace, tolerance and love for all are now, sadly, doing a whole lot of the hating. The people Buzzy Knox no longer fight the establishment like Gary Lockwood and company did in RPM. They are the establishment in the same way Anthony Quinn became part of it when his character took political power in the movie. Pity Melanie won't be around to slam them for it. 
For look what they've done to her song. Read more from Lou Aguilar. Beauty survives the left. So, uh, I'm dumbfounded there because there was so much that went right through my head. Huh. Didn't even go over my head. I can <laughs> tell you why people are angrier now than that That's right. baby boomer revolution easily. Well, it's peace and love versus hate, you know. But, but that's, I, I will say people are angrier now. Yeah. But you are painting a romanticized vision that has been done by, like, revisionists that there was only the peaceful movement of... No, there was Black Panthers and there was uh, Weather Underground. No, yeah. not at all. But that was, that was the movement that you're talking about. Yeah, no, I, I agree. That, that no, like, what he's saying is that the movement had split off but they radicals. But they weren't mainstream. You, you know, they were, Remember, these movements always, all people's movements have different sects and spinoffs. Correct. So correct. you're generalizing something that you and I don't really experience, where Lou I, I seems by none, not by age, because uh, I'm, I'm a little older than... Movies. And, but he understood the era more through the movies, which yeah. is what your expertise and, and, is. And, and, and being a kid and wanting to soaking yeah, it in. Yeah, but I didn't have... I didn't have any experience. I was born in 64, so by the time I even was cognizant, Trump, I mean Trump, <laughs> the Trump of yesterday, uh, Richard Nixon, was was holding his fingers yeah, up in the was, helicopter. You were, you were six years old. You missed this. Yeah. I only saw Nixon holding up his peace sign yeah. finger as he gets into a helicopter. He already resigned. So I didn't even understand Watergate. The last Republican who could read. <laughs> it's funny how I had a conversation in the parking lot uh, about how... How dumb the Trump supporter is, and yet they voted for Biden. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It'd be, you're, there's nothing more stupid than voting for the wrong candidate. Yeah, no, but they no, voted. but like, there's a reality that you look at the character of conservatism as the years progress, it becomes more proudly defiant of learning of things. failure. I don't think of we're failure. defining of failure. I've said like, this many I, times. I, I, I would say like we I, define I failure. Nixon, you know why? I look at Nixon and I see like. A shrewd outsider from the Republican mainstream. Well, he wasn't an outsider. He he was to the wasp. He was a vice president who lost an election and came but back ten years to, later. Like, the wasp usual. No, nah, nah, he was in the political. The he was in the political arena. You know, he was elected before he was even chosen. That's not by fair. I, I, um, George Bush Senior could also read. Yeah, but George he, Bush Senior could read. But Nixon, what, people confuse the very was, fact. You know what? Look, this is what they don't understand. And they do understand, but they de- deny it to themselves. Ronald they Reagan. don't understand that what the magic spell that Trump put on America was getting people to register to vote for the first time to vote for him. And their him. friends and their peers who were ex-Democrats who voted for Trump, who might have registered Republican, may have not, but they voted for him in 2016. And they won by the same 78,000 votes that he lost by. And everybody talks about the eight million that Biden got, but it was the election was decided by seventy-eight thousand votes in those swing states that he beat Hillary in, and he all of a sudden he lost them at three a.m. Yeah, that's always Hillary been the conversation. The and you guys just keep on talking about the eight million, the eight million, the eight million, mm-hmm. and we keep on talking about the drop boxes, drop boxes, drop boxes, and stuff it and ballot stuffing, Let, and we go over and over and over and over and over. Subject, and over, and over, and over. To the nineteen sixties. If you, if, if yeah. Look that argument keeps on happening over and over again. Okay, so calling cool. Trump mega supporters dumb just because he got people Trump to register to vote dumb. I call Trump dumb. No. I call Trump dumb. N- yeah. Uh, you, you can't do and that. And what do you call I Biden can't. then? Moronic? You can't yeah. do that. <laughs> somebody, somebody who had a career outside Well, he said yes to some, the moron. Somebody who had a career outside of politics. Uh, I, I, I can say 
I always had a dinner party with a bunch of my liberal friends. And they all had to admit that Biden is a dumb, dumbass ox. I said Biden has lost his mind uh-huh. because he's getting old and he should probably step off and have someone else replace him. But he had lost his mind. No, but he got, but he got, point, he got pilloried. Unfortunately, point, he, was, he lost his mind when you voted for him. I'm getting to the point of my story. He didn't lose his mind in the presidency. He was crazy when he walked up Jesus there. Jesus Christ, man. No, this no, you, you don't believe in Jesus Christ. In your circles. Oh, sh- you can't say the F. You can't say the F word. Just let him finish the story, please. I was doing he something. Put, he said Jesus Christ to shut me up. Because okay. I'm saying something you would like. Oh! You freaking Buddha. Name of Jesus Christ. Blasphemy! I'm trying to tell you a joke and you're talking over It me wasn't for funny. Nothing. It wasn't funny. Because I didn't get to the punchline. Oh, okay, go for it. <laughs> Melanie. Jesus. Go ahead, Melanie. Look what they've done to my joke. Look what they've done to my joke. So I was there saying, like, yes, it's very concerning the case that, like, Biden has been showing, like, a mental decline when he was first running for president in 2020. Like, his teeth were falling out. And then he went South Carolina. You can't say the F word here. I know. Can you let me They're going to knock on the door and they're going to pull your hair. Can you let me finish? They can't pull loose hair. I've been trying to say this. Okay. If you why don't are you want so long? Why do you take your punchline, drag it out like no, if it's a just, it, it, He's telling a story. Just let him finish it. Okay. You're being like a jackass. I'll tell you, I'm, absolutely I'm, no reason. I'm turning off my mic so I can't possibly <laughs> say a word. Okay, so I'm talking about how like Biden's eye was bleeding, his teeth were falling out, how he was talking <laughs> incoherently <laughs> in 2020. And I was just saying that he's just not a strong candidate to go up again. It was very miraculous that he won against Trump. However, he is a very old and has been on the sign of like mental decline. Trump can get on there and tell stand-up bits. And my friends were telling me this was a conspiracy theory. And to my response was like, that's not a conspiracy theory. I'm not telling you who's pulling the strings. <laughs> like, and, like, and who is pulling the strings? <gasps> Obama. Obama. <laughs> Obama did get him elected, though. Obama told every other Democrat to drop out. So I think Claiborne did a good job. Getting South Carolina. And then everybody dropped out after South Carolina. So it tells me if they rigged Bernie Sanders twice, yeah. they had to have rigged this one as well. Yeah, you know what? They, we, I, I, as far as Biden in 2024, you know, I, I, didn't, think he'd ma- I didn't think he'd make it, actually. I, I just didn't think he'd get this far. But I, I think... Well, he keeps on raising money. But I think... Uh, he Cam- said he gets I, those cocktails, whatever they're giving him. And he, got, and he got Kennedy to run against him to, to muddy the water. I think, I think Kamala is, is insurance, you know, Biden insurance. Well, know? he must have picked her because yeah. he knew they'll never get rid of me because I got her. Yeah. That well, kind of worked. She got chosen because she had a really strong start. Like, really, really what? strong. What? And then she did, like... He had one statement in a debate. Two that statements. Two statements? Could you recite them? Yes. First, she supported initially um, universal health care, which is like the strongest position among voters right now. And then she did. I think it's abortion. No. No, it wasn't then. Now it's, a, now it's abortion. It definitely wasn't then. Because, you know, Roe v. Wade wasn't sent to, now the, it's abortion. Sent to the trash heap of history. Um, now it's the border. Yeah. You think the border is going to clinch it for Trump? I think so. What do you think? You think. I don't know, man. It depends. I, I think that's... It depends to people who... Can I start calling you Ale Radio? Ale, Ale Radio? <laughs> sure. It sounds sexier. So that the young girls that... 
Manny, Manny's looking at me as he says this. I have a twinkle in my eye. Please, please, guy. Or how about how about radio? How about radio Ale? That even sounds better. Because he's like, if I read those books in school, then I would have been acting on it way earlier. I should have gotten those books at thirteen. I can't hold these thoughts at bay anymore. You wouldn't have two kids. Wow. I should have read those books. They weren't written probably when I was around. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, you'd have to get them in a purple bag. My, my guy, when I went to elementary school, I actually saw the abacus. And I actually learned how to add with those beads running back and forth. And how through. did that work? I remember seeing that when I was It like didn't work well four. because Texas Instruments came by sixth grade and that's it. It's over. The calculator. You know? But we saw that stuff in one lifetime. Anyway, there was a poll today that uh, 70% are with Texas for, you know, barbed wire fencing. 30% of the people. 70%. And 28 states. Yeah. So we got a war. No, but no, but 70, I mean. That's a good civil war. That Biden cannot go in and start taking, you know, it just isn't as much as they want. It's ultimately up to the Supreme Court. No, they already told him no on student loans and he did it anyway. No, but they, yeah. (laughs) But they also said, you know, he can take him down, but he didn't say anything. No, he could say if he needs to get through there, he can cut the barbed wire. If they they wanted to. In an emergency situation. The the Texans would step out of the way, but they'd re-put up the wire again. Right. Exactly. Correct. I mean, especially the federal government as per the Constitution. However, he, with 70%... He's not protecting the border. With 70% of He the, could have been impeached just on that. With 70%... If the, Instead, they go after the low-hanging fruit. This is the stuff that Republicans do that are really stupid. Impeaching, impeaching, <laughs> impeaching Mallorcas yeah. when you have the president yeah. right there. Right. Hello. Right. It's gone way past Mallorcas. It's so stupid. Yeah. And guess what? It's not... It's going to fail. Yeah. And it's the Republicans w- are never going to impeach Mallorcas. They, they don't have the votes. They don't yeah. even have the votes among Republicans. Manny, you're dead right on this one. It's a Mac. sad on this one. Max, he clarifies this one on all of them. Yeah. I'm dead right on all the points uh, I made oh, here okay. uh, on Blink Radio. Uh, uh, by the way, live stream WSQF, radio.com, worldwide, including Ukraine. You can listen to Blink Radio, 94.5 FM. Continue. Well, you can't call in because I'm not interested in what you're saying. Okay. <laughs> I have a phone number. And I have a toll-free number. And guess what? I'm not telling you. No, I think, I, don't feel like I, you I think people should call in. But, however, if 70% of the people believe that Texas is right, you know, and Biden, Biden's hands literally are tied, you know, or there's nothing he can do. Okay. Uh, Radio Ale, uh, I think you're like dumbfounded. Are you questioning the poll, or do you think that you're going to support Texas eventually? Or you could care less? I mean... It's not really, there's other stories that I've been following. So this one has kind of snuck up on me, and, and yeah. I don't talk out of I, ignorance. I can see that. I mean, I can see that. Okay, you mean? I, I've heard the talks about it, and I've seen About the, the dispute between Texas and the feds I, over the park. I've seen the, the headlines, but I have not read the actual stories. No. So I, I don't talk out of my ass. Okay, so if 128,000 marilitos. Not, not intentionally. If 128,000 marilitos that came over... Nine months period 1980. During, during Carter's administration. 1980. If they created a horror story of crime and crime and, and, and freak reality for Miami Dade County, they'd for, be back in Cuba. Now multiply that times 10 million. Yeah. You're going to tell me we're not really going over some serious troubled waters in the next 20 years? Of course we are. And well, what are those troubled waters? Uh, terrorism. Fentanyl. 
I don't think fentanyl is much of a problem because a, a person has to choose to I die mean, of fentanyl. Nowadays, drug, the, 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 drug but, mo- the drug money is unprecedented. Okay, that's a problem because yeah. that makes for a very lethal army of militants. And you buy and you buy politicians and you buy... But them. the death of fentanyl, sadly but true, sadly a uh, harsh reality is, it really requires a child that's already uh, and an adult who wants to get high as a kite. So, it's a self... It's a choice. You, you've, you've been talk of my ex-girlfriend. So. Oh, there you go. You start I mean, most of the polling... In it's, the still the chi- it's still the person's choice to take are, fentanyl. Are most for Not if you don't know what it is. Huh? Not if you don't know what it is. Well, you're taking something. You're taking something. Ah, uh-huh. you're getting high on something. just want to pass the citizenship on this. Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I think the real, the real method behind the illegality of open borders is... That knowing the Pinko Nation, how it thinks... This, this, you can't call this Pinko. This was a Reagan invention. Okay, time out. This was a Reagan invention. You didn't let me finish the point. It's not a joke and there is no punchline. The reason why the, there is an open border, it's to fill the coffers of the blue states that lost a lot of citizens. But this is such a silly talking point because it's such L- a... Listen to the math. No, 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 listen to the math. No, no, In no, this no, country, no, no, time out. Shut up! That Republicans Ch- don't time want to out. Every time you I don't want to promise them anything. Time you out. You don't want to change. If you lose citizens, so you just want to say like, "Oh, these votes are just going to go to Democrats." No, man, because you're not you, listening to the. You you're not listening to the law. You don't believe in. You're policy. not listening to the law in this country. The federal government funds states based on population, and if you have more population, like five million more, all of a sudden you get five million more dollars. Not. Dollar per dollar, but you get Republicans take Republican states take in more federal money than blue states. That's not true because yes, this has been well. You know why you know you know why we true. know it's not true? It's because Chicago, New York, produced the most amount of money and their cities, stock exchange but, and commodities that's not exchange. What I was talking about. That's I more tax. More no, they don't. They dollars. do not. Yes. They're, they're, yes, they do. It's by population. You're ignoring what I just said. Because it's by what population. I'm, what you're talking about is the, not what I'm. The talking states about. that get you the most amount of money are the states with the highest population. California, Illinois, because Chicago, New York, Chicago, Texas, New York produce more money Florida. than states like Georgia. No, it's by yes, population. The states that you I'm mentioned sorry, did are you hear what I said? Districts. The reason so the why? No, apply, you're ignoring yes. what I said. The I census know. is done to appropriate money. So if you have more population, whether they're illegal or registered voters or, or uh, young or old, you get money. Therefore, it makes sense for Trump to be wanting a wall. For the right reasons, and Biden opening the wall for the wrong reasons, because he's filling the coffers of his blue buddies. Blue who? Blue you, 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 blue. I love to say the word I want to say, you, (laughs) but I won't. But that's the truth behind the millions and millions of people. And guess what? I can tell you the truth. I can tell you the truth. The truth is, is that... I just United told you the States, truth. No, no, it's no, no, by no, population. No, no. That's not it. See how he just makes up his own wants, truth after I told him the, the truth? The United States wants cheap labor for various of their industries that unions cannot compete with. So they have a bunch of people from really desperate situations who cannot, you know, legally combat labor conditions. So from countries that, like, United States is destabilized. Yeah, like Senegal and North Africa, all those people are Floridian. Yeah, I get it. I get illegal immigration will still always be so around and quite is, frankly so I believe the chamber of commerce I believe the chamber of commerce has their hands at this what do you think Lou immigration I'm all for doing this if you're going to actually handle the causes you're going to have to actually Oh it sounds these. like Kamala no, no. go handle the cause 
Yeah. You go go save some other nation so okay. that they stop coming. That was, that <laughs> was delirious. Benny, that was the stupidest. Benny, 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 you find blood in your stool. Huh? Do you wipe your ass or do you go to the doctor? I look at the blood in my stool. Hey, okay. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is the terrible, Republican mindset ter- in question. Terrible, when you find blood terrible. in your stool, you don't go to the doctor. What I'm saying is go to the doctor and let's okay. find how to deal with the so problem. So what does that have to I, do? I what has to do with saving a nation to keep their people from coming over here? Because you're still incentivizing them to come over. You know yes. why you incentivize to come over? Because we go back to the original thought. We're the greatest country in the world. Period. Everybody wants to live here. I'm sorry. We get paid under the table by large companies who don't want to deal with workers. This is what incentivizes the demand. You know who really gets the illegals? It's not the big corporations. It's the small business people who can pay cash for people to pick their crops. Because Americans are not picking crops. I get that part. And they're not sitting on a John Deere. Here's the thing. Remember when DeSantis did that? It had a huge backfiring effect when he required all these companies to Well, I know the tomatoes took off in price. (laughs) So it's, here we go. Like, if you actually, because here's the thing. I don't. I can't debate. That has nothing to do with it. No, he makes a good point. I don't. You cannot debate that illegal immigrants feed the nation. Right, but I can debate that, you know. Because they farm, man. They work their butts off. But also legal immigrants would do They don't, they won't go to the farm. Here's my feeling, is that illegal. A legal immigrant will have some type of skill set. And he, he ain't going to be bent over. Just pull- control the border and know who's coming in. And, you know, if you want to let... A- okay, but well, guess what? Okay, so None of you guys can control the border like you say. So path for p- citizenship. Only I can control no, the border. No citizenship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then it doesn't work. No citizenship. you, you got to do the path of citizenship. Ten well, years. You have to do... Ten um, years. Maybe. Ten years. You have to do all the stuff. You have to have well, a way I think Trump. Don't you think Trump... Here's a good one. ...to places like Florida. Our state saw it first. Because here's the thing. I'll tell you, unlike most other lefties in my circles, I do think illegal immigration is a problem we have to tackle. And it's almost, I'll agree with some conservatives, it represents a great contradiction in the American economy. And the question is... is yeah, that, it keeps minimum wage really low. <laughs> on some level, I might say that. Yeah, because um, if you raise the minimum wage as they so have I, been... Guess I, what? I, I'm going to hire illegals. So I would say, like, you... If you're going to bankrupt me with act- with the minimum wage, i got to hire illegals. So Manny's admitting that policies like his are the reasons why this is a thing. No, I think the, <laughs> I think the greatest country in the world concept is the reason for this So thing. it's like, if you actually want to solve this contradiction within the American system, I'm all for it. But, like, I'm not going to sit around and, like, really argue passionately over barbed wire being a solution of any sort. It isn't. It's not. You know what the solution is? Close the border. No. That's like... What? A train from San Diego to Brownsville. 50 feet up. It's called the Great Wall of Will. Look over there. It was told. For the audience, Manny's pointing at a wall of... I I created the wall in my book. He has a little picture of a wall that he I created the wall that, that Mexico could pay for. I'm the only person that has the answer for the wall, and I back it up with... Truth, tales, and laws that I've already on the books. You can see them at the Great Wall of Will on the Fiscal's WSQF Blink Radio, the Fiscal's icon. And it's called the Great Wall of Will. And I also have an answer for the Guantanamo. Uh, what would we no, call that? Diaspora. We don't want to talk about it. That was like the one thing Obama did really right. It's on the same poster. See no, the poster I disagree. Was open up trade with Cuba. Oh, oh no. Man, no. No. <laughs> We no. could really go there. It's no. 6.05. Do we change subjects? No. Why not? 
Go ahead, Radio Ali. That was horrible. I, I thought that was a good move because it kind of showed that the Cuban government at this point is kind of too fearful and irrational. They didn't. They, they've crushed every uprising, you know, brutally, brutally. And yeah, because the, um, and, and, the, and the Obama stockade, the blockade provides an excuse for the government to continue doing correct. this. Correct. You, you, no, not the not the freaking blockade. Giving you know, giving money to a government that controls the the mass the masses, even though the masses put that government in power, and I'll never forget it. But you know, you know, once you do that, you know, you're, you it's like giving I mean, money. You know, g- giving money to you know Iran, you know, no people we never give see money it. to Saudi Arabia. The, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, guess you, what? You well, they buy a lot. They buy to? a hell of a lot Saudi of planes. Talking about who we give money to? We give money to China. We help we sh- out Putin. We, we shouldn't, uh, and we shouldn't. We, sh- we shouldn't. <laughs> we, help. You got us there, bro. I can't defend that one. No, no, nobody. nobody <laughs> the United States gives money away yeah, like it's going to stop. <laughs> To our enemies. Yeah. So I was like, at least... We taught them how to make a virus. Trump Trump tried to put a stop to that. If Americans can travel in freely into Cuba, then, like, the Cuban citizens have much less reasons to be afraid of the big... They can't go to their own beaches. Bro, there's nothing they're afraid of. They They see the billions that come in the United States. They can't go to their own beaches. Coming to the Communist Party of Cuba. Yeah. Five billion a year. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There hasn't been an embargo since 1960. Yeah, correct. It's been a scam to get go. Every Cuban that arrives here, within a year, they're sending money back there. It's a joke. I remember my father used to say, don't you think for a moment you can send money to your relatives in Cuba? Not your mom and not I. And my mom and my dad did not send money to Cuba. Period. End of story. And those were their hers. Blood brothers, not half brothers or anything like that. Blood brothers were not sent money. I can now, tell you that the what they the, did do uh, the was very, through their the very, politics. The very campus anti-Americans were very upset with Obama's um, opening with Cuba because they realized Cuba could not position themselves against us. Well, they had the money now to repress the citizens, which they've done for sixty-five years. It's the saddest were, thing because you give money that was to a commie. Happening before it was. Yeah. So Obama's move, like, listen, I can talk bad about Obama all day. But that was like an objective. But you loved Obama. Movement. You voted for him twice. No, I didn't. I never voted for him. Oh, because you weren't registered to vote. I wasn't registered to vote in 2008, and I refused to vote for him in 2012. So you voted for Romney. You voted for Romney? No, I didn't vote at all. I said oh, I so that's I like a, a no vote. I didn't vote that year. Well, I regretted voting for Romney, but I didn't have a choice. I never voted for a Democrat. I don't think I ever will. I, I, I thought they were exactly the same. No, Romney, Romney, Romney actually, I had a problem with Romney because Romney actually did the because of, of his uh, his Obamacare in Massachusetts. Yep. That annoyed the hell out of me. Uh, yeah, yeah, I hated I hated the guy. But I voted for I've known it for I believe it was Newt that I voted for in the primaries. I, I was for Newt too. Yeah. And then he lost and I had to vote for he was Romney. A, he was a I also had to vote for Bob Dole. That was a disaster yeah, that too. That was a disaster too. But at the same time I sleep at night because I never voted for a Democrat. So I don't have any. I don't have to cry. I would have voted for Ron Paul. Oh my lord, he was right about everything with no chance to the, win. The, I, I would have voted for Ron Paul. I'm not a partisan hack. The closest I came, like, I would have. I, I, I will say this: Ron Paul is like a kooky man. He's kind of. But he was right. He has like really suspicious backgrounds, and he's written really questionable things. Those of you who've read his newsletters know what I'm talking about. 
but like the guy would have gotten out of us out of like every war we could have. Yeah, he never voted for a war. That's for sure. And I, I, I and he was against every attack and on his, our civil his liberties. His son is very much like that too. He he voted against every attack. He on was our definitely civil remember when his son stood up against the Patriot Act. Correct. He was he was right. So right. He was right. I would have absolutely like yeah. That's the thing. Like, Rand was on time. I would have voted for Ron Paul. And they were both physicians too, which was really cool. The closest I came, and while we're talking, like the closest I came. To, to voting Democrat. The only time. And it's, it's wait, like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> it's like, it's like two worlds, two worlds almost touching, but not quite, <clears throat> was Clinton versus Bush. I, I, I hated Bush so much. That was, I vo- that was disgusting. Uh, I hated Bush so much that, that I almost voted for Clinton, but I couldn't What stopped you? I just did, I didn't vote. I couldn't do it. You didn't vote at all? You I didn't vote at all. Man, you guys really suck. <laughs> you guys are sucky people. People who don't vote in the freest country in the world are really deserved. That's, that's not so. Everybody could vote, and a lot of people don't know Jack. Yeah, when you don't, when you don't participate, you... I'm you, in Maryland. That's going to go blue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but when you don't what, vote... You, you, you vote in Maryland? I was in Maryland. Now I'm in Florida. Oh, yeah. So it's like, now I have a reason to vote. Yeah, I was in Ma- Now yeah. I have a reason to vote. I'm not going to vote in a state that's never going to swing. Say it. A, com- in, a communist in, state. I was in California. Go ahead, say it. Communist state it's of Maryland. There's, there's a lot of moneyed people in Maryland. The most, Mon- most Montgomery of the, County. Most of the communists in America are the, rich, I grew, are the richest I, I, ones. Yeah, I grew up in Montgomery County, richest county. Uh, uh, Mr. Capitalist himself, uh, Mr. Warren, he believes in socialism. Yep. He, he believes in... He, you know, he's really. A, th- tell me any like co-ops he or he advocates for unions. He well, advocates. social medicine. And he believes that the, that he should pay more in taxes. Yeah, that's uh, a social democrat. Uh huh. Sure. That's a social democrat. I right? do. Uh, let's see if this makes me a communist. I'm going to make this statement. <laughs> okay. I believe in the repeal of Amendment 16, and I've also believe in the repeal of Amendment 17. Why? Because I don't think that. Income and wage are the same. I believe that an income tax can only be taxed on income, meaning stuff you use that is of national uh, accreditation, like a road, a port, a highway, and peace and tranquility of the nation, meaning the military. You should tax me when I use those services in order to make money, like in a capital gains tax. Okay, therefore, that should be much higher than it is. Therefore... I believe that your wages from your 9-to-5 job, being at Burger King, Home Depot, Ace Hardware, all the way up to Fortune 500 as a stock analyst, cannot be taxed because it's your wages. You already made the exchange. Your boss paid you for you to show up. Okay? I believe in nationalizing. And I believe there's court cases that defend that point. So that being said, the, the, mo- the, the most disastrous thing that's happened in this country's history, and it's really a disaster of great proportions, is the inability for the states to recall senators because that's it, not even close to the most disaster. It is not even close. It is. It is, and it's not to be the, qu- the great society has caused disaster. more damage than anything. Yes, the but before states the would have not lasted if it's not for the great society. Well, I the, think the, this country would have been taken. I think over right by now, Stalinist in the 1940s I think right now, if it wasn't for FDR. to show you what lack of vision. Well, that's not the FDR is not the great society. To, this is what you guys, this is the biggest problem you have. LBJ. And this is why this radio station exists. You guys can't see the day after until it's right in front of you. When the states cannot recall their senators, as they haven't been able to since 1913, you have the Senate literally keeping the country 
from doing anything positive. Why? Since they can't be recalled by the states, the states have no power. Right now, we'd be recalling senators left and right. That'd be the topic of conversation today. Oh, it's, I get it. You want to filibuster install the process. No. That's really smart. They stalled. That's they, a really they, good technique. They, oh, right now, so because smart. of the filibuster, this is your problem with day after. Because of the filibuster, and I had a man come and, and argue your with me. Republicans are so sneaky and smart. The no. Way to, like, right now, <laughs> right now, 28 states could recall their senators in Republican states and watch the Democrats not recall their senators. We'd put in, uh, we would replace these senators with majorities in your state legislature, which is forces the citizen to pay attention to their state politics. Lou's winking his head, but he can't tell me who his congressman is at the state level. He can't tell me. What his, do you mean? You can't tell me your Florida state senator, and you can't tell me your Florida uh, representative. Sure, I can. Name them both. I, I know her well. She's my neighbor. Me. Uh, uh, uh. Say it again. What's her name? Uh, I mean, <laughs> no, I, I, she's a friend. She's my friend. Oh, I, because she's your friend you remember, but you don't remember her no, name. No, I know her because I, I, I disagree she, with her. She's not going to call you anymore because yeah. you don't even know her name. Uh, I got an interesting Her name question. is Alina Garcia. I'll say something interesting. No. And then I'll ask both That's of, your state of you, senator. I'll, I'll say something interesting, and then I'll ask both of you. Now, who's your state rep? That's, no. Uh, the, the who's your rep? Manny, you on this one. He doesn't know. Uh, he does, say, you don't I'm, know either. I'm no, going to say something I, really interesting, it's just, it's a, and then I'm going to ask both of you the same question. What's one policy that I really agree Maria with? Maria Salazar. That's your congressman. That's who I was thinking of. Okay, that's a federal representative. I thought about your state Oh, rep. I have no idea. There you go, because there's no Amendment 17. Hmm. So what I want to say is that... You know, why? Because you would want policy. to secure the majority of your state... So that you could repeal your senator. Right. Okay. Yeah, but that's not... But that, nobody it, cares. That's the problem. Yeah. And look what a nation we have. We have 10 million people crossing the border. We have wars. That's got nothing to do with that it. That has everything to do with oh, it. Stop. One thing I'll say that I really... The states have no power. No. One thing that I agree How, with... Oh, look. They Here's do have power. Well, I, 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 no, I don't have much time left, so I want to no, say this. No, I'm dealing with people here that don't have brains. Let and it's you you've won the argument. No. How did you win the argument? Look, I just told you. Nobody cares. Therefore, he thinks it's legit because nobody cares. Right. And yet... But it's got nothing to do but, with... You the started the show today... Emphasizing the 28 states that support Texas. Okay, and here's that the, shows you you're a nimcompoop. And here's what I'm going to say. Guess what? You had value in the 28 states supporting Texas, here's what, but you don't have support for the 50 states that can repeal their senators and it ruined the country. Here's what I'm going it to. It did. Here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to make a. It made states powerless. I'm going to make a great pronouncement that the government. If Marco Rubio knew that if he acted the way he did, we would repeal his ass and send him back to Tallahassee. Same with Rick Scott. They wouldn't vote the way they do. That would have a, that I would like to remove Rick Scott. That would that put would that, that would allow its own complications and... and there and, you go. And, and, now you sound like a liberal. The original founders wanted that way. We should have never amended the yeah, Constitution. No, no. I'll what? tell you what changed... You know what happened in the Constitution? Wait, he's trying to say something. He's trying to say something. Thank you. Thank you. What has changed America for the better and brought this borders crisis to the fore is the border state governors sending people to the sanctuary cities up north so the people that voted for that nonsense can see for themselves and the mayors that supported that nonsense are panicking because of the people that is such cheerleading kind of pandering crap that's momentary that's momentary Hype. You're wrong. And it's it gonna, was right to do that because you get them out of your it's state. It's going to go down in history as the most effective maneuver of Yes, but you had to have 12 million people decade. cross the border for I, it to even be... I, I, absolutely. Okay, well, like, that's... Cubans are like... 
So that it, what you're telling me is that's what you're telling me is immigrants who cross the border. No, talking about the Cubans. Who's like not even American? I love it. I don't blame the immigrants. I don't blame the immigrants for crossing the border. Okay, but you have to for the audience sake. That's the difference. For the audience, I would cross the border too if I was starving in Mexico or Honduras. Or my kids being threatened to join a gang. Absolutely. Yeah, of course, the greatest country in the world. Everybody wants to be here. Correct. But it's really shallow what he says because. It's crisis management that he points out to be a great decision. Well, you need to have the crisis to have the crisis management so that I can get a bunch of credit for sending people over to blue states. That's Correct. stupid talk. One thing I The like idea is for not to have the $10 million, and the idea is... Of course that's the idea. <coughs> but there's other issues that are much more important where... Republican I'm, senators vote against the interests of their states. I'm not nullifying that. You know, you they, are. No, I'm not. Because I, you still don't repeal Amendment 17. Uh, you don't repeal 17. We're going to have a country. Man, you would have been a tremendous Stalinist. <laughs> no, it he just would have been there in court. Like you are an enemy of the party. Oh, Lord. We have well, the voting. You, I want you to get on stage well, and apologize. Guess who? Guess, all guess I, you wanted to, all I know is I want an apology. Who wanted now. to repeal Amendment 17? You are going to Siberia. All right, here's what who I'm wanted to repeal Amendment 17? I don't know who. The robber barons. They were the wealthiest yeah. among us. Well, they were all a bunch of commies. Here's what. Here, huh? They the were. Wealthy? They were Republicans back uh, in they, the day. I'm going to say this for. The, for the 50th time, the wealthiest people in this country, 10 to 1 in billions and millions, are Democrats. Now, now today. Today, but, but, no, but he's since right about 1900. The since no. 1900. No. People yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, you're right. The, the the wealthy the wealthy right wing in this country loved the Republican Party so much that they hired a former veteran to go kill the Democrat president FDR and that an investigation actually found that these allegations were true and that's how much the like wealthy wow, what a reach and man. the proof it's not that, a reach it's the truth that you're wrong the proof, that you, the, proof, the proof that you're wrong is that Nelson Rockefeller the most powerful family yeah. in America was governor of New York you know so you know, what does that have to do with it he was a Republican and every Every Rockefeller in front and behind him were Democrats. No, they were all. Yeah, no, they were Country Club George Bush Republicans. Oh, he threw George Bush in there. You're, you're totally wrong here, man. You I'm had sorry. Your back earlier, but I'm you're sorry. Wrong. Look at the history of wealth in this country. It's always been the left that's had the money. It's always been the left that has supported big labor. Government. It's always been labor and like immigrants. But that's that no longer. But that's no, Look at the wealthiest people now. They're, they're, they're still the at, left. You know, you have, no, no, they are the left now. No. They are the left For now. Every They've been indoctrinated. No, 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 no. no. There, there is a big tent party under the Democrats where the left and the liberals are now sitting in the same room having You know when the left really started things? In the Tammany Hall. If you look up Tammany Hall, it was all the. Democratic Party machine. I know Tammany Hall. Okay, from that moment on, that brings me a little farther into the future from 1900. All the techno bubble is dem- Democrat billionaires. You know, the since yeah. 1900. I, I would say you no. Know, I would agree with that. The the, the tech bubble is. Yeah. They're all young. The they're Democrats. all young punks. Tech bubble. The but oil you, bubble. But, but you've seen the sort of uh, personalities now, like Musk and Teal. Yeah, it's coming out, right popping right. out. Yeah, right, popping out of there. Which the is, Carnegies, the Rockefellers, they were all lefties. One thing that I do like about a right-wing ideology, that, or we would consider it nowadays, mm. before the right and the left are a bunch of a thing, I am a big kind of, I like the idea of this Jeffersonian local autonomy. That Me too. Is, yeah, so what I want to ask both of you, yeah. um, in danger of alienating your comrades on the right, what's one thing that's a left-wing policy 
that you think that you agree with that's even been proposed throughout history. I've, I've thought it about it. It doesn't have to even be contemporary. It can be like 150 years ago that you think was the right move. I thought long and hard about this, so my answer is not, you know, I can't think of one. Not even the, like Theodore Roosevelt? Well, you know, the, the, well, the he, parks, he the national parks, yeah, he was kind of progressive. He, he, the, not only that, he's a founder. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah. the national parks I agree with, so there you go. So there I was like, yeah, that's how far back I'm asking. Because I went all the way back to Thomas Jefferson. <laughs> all right, you got me on Teddy. <laughs> so, like, what about you? You'd have to rephrase the question so that I feel well, comfortable what is, answering like, it. one left-wing worldview or movement, given at its time and place, that we could call it the more progressive branch, that you might have liked, that you think... Uh, 1970 a- Clean Water Act. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the, the environmental stuff... To a degree, Nixon. I, I gotta go with that. It. Used to be a, a conservative position. Yeah, clean water is so damn obvious. If you don't keep the water clean, what's going to become of us? So I, I think we can all agree. Let's destroy Nestle. Nestle's, <laughs> Nestle's, Nestle. What do they do? They privatize water. Oh, okay. Yeah, get get rid of them. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So we're gonna end the show here that was on a good Blink one. Radio. With Nelson Rockefeller, <laughs> PBS special. You know what I mean? Good, it's, good uh, show. Good show. <laughs> you know, you know, here we go, man. Here we go. Elections. We take a look back to a different political time, a time when a national figure could describe himself as having a Democratic heart with a Republican head and be taken seriously. That man, Nelson Rockefeller, was a four-term governor of New York, served as vice president in the mid-1970s, and ran three times for the presidency. Now, historian and NewsHour regular Richard Norton Smith has written a new biography, On His Own Terms, A Life of Nelson Rockefeller. I talked to Richard recently. Richard Norton Smith, welcome back to the NewsHour. Thanks. Good to be here. Now, you surely now know more about Nelson Rockefeller than any living person on the planet. You spent 14 years working on this book. Why does he deserve so much of your time and talent? Oh, gosh. Well, he's an enormous figure, obviously, in the history of the Republican Party, but in the history of the 20th century. Um, I'll bet you very few of your viewers know he's really the father of NATO, At the U.N. conference in 1945, a very young uh, diplomat, Nelson Rockefeller, was responsible for amending the U.N. charter to allow for the creation of defensive military alliances. That's NATO. The history of the Cold War and of the 20th century would have been very different uh, had it been otherwise. And there's so much more. He came from this larger-than-life family. His grandfather was a founder uh, of Standard Oil. Um, He was clearly shaped by his family, but on the other hand, he didn't conform to that, did he? No. I mean, his grandfather was arguably the most hated man in America, except his other grandfather, who was Senator Nelson Aldrich, Republican leader of the United States Senate, uh, who was hated in his own sphere. Uh, So Nelson had a lot to redeem, in a sense. The key figure is his mother, Abby Aldridge Rockefeller, who today would be the political candidate. Uh, That was not possible then, so he became her surrogate. When he was born, she said, I've done my duty by this family. I've given you a John III. This one is mine. And it was from Abby that he imbued his love of people and politics and art and all things contemporary. Uh, his joy de vivre, everything that made him such a charismatic figure and ultimately such a power, not only in New York, but nationally. You you re- write, among many other things, about his severe learning disability, the dyslexia, and how he, throughout his life, 
compensated for that and how that also shaped him. That's right. His dyslexia went undiagnosed. He was 50 years old before he ever heard the word dyslexia. He went through life believing that he had a deficient IQ. And his mother, again, the redoubtable Abby, said, surround yourself with people who are smarter than you. And he took her advice. And every Rockefeller operation was, in fact, marked by all of these advisors and gurus and policy wonks. One of them, uh, Henry Kissinger, whom he introduced to, to the American Z. Now, let's talk about his politics. He worked for Franklin Roosevelt as a young man. Uh, then he went on, of course, he was a Republican, but he didn't believe in so much of what was the, the gospel of the Republican Party. He was, he was a huge supporter of the civil rights movement. He, he opposed everything uh, uh, Barry Goldwater stood for. Where, where does he fit in the ideological spectrum? He really goes back to Teddy Roosevelt. Theodore Roosevelt was a progressive conservative, a great believer in the capitalist system, but also someone who understood, like Disraeli in England, that that system inevitably produced inequities, inadequacies, injustices. Therefore, it was the role of the Republican Party, and particularly of thoughtful conservatives, to, in a proactive way, address those inequities so that popular disaffection could not grow and build toward away from reform to revolution. Nelson Rockefeller famously said, if you have a poor education and poor health, then I believe society has let you down. He believed that there was such a thing as society, and he believed that democratic with a small d capitalism would be judged, indeed would survive, based on its ability to address those and other needs. He was, of course, four, for four terms governor of New York. You write that people thought he badly wanted to be president, but you said every time he got close, he seemed to sabotage himself. What well, that happy about? Rockefeller, his second wife, the divorce and remarriage was a huge controversy 50 years ago. Today, arguably, it would not be. But um, she told me she wondered how badly, in fact, he wanted to be president, because every time he got close, as she said, he did something stupid like marry me. There are other people who believe that the ghost of Franklin Roosevelt haunted him and that when he looked at the presidency, he wasn't running against John Kennedy or Richard Nixon, but it was FDR. FDR was the president. And there was, believe it or not, hidden away from the public, an element of vulnerability um, and even of self-doubt when it came to his ability to command the presidency in the way that FDR had. You, you spend an entire chapter, final chapter, on, uh, on his death. I mean, he was 70 years old. He was off with a young woman who was his mistress, died of a massive heart attack. Why devote, why was that the end, why was that particular thing the end, and, and why devote that much time to it? Well, unfortunately, for a whole generation, it came to define him, and in many ways to diminish him. Um, the fact is, there's a lot we did not know. I mean, the, the, the background is that he was dying. He had very serious heart condition, which, again, he kept from the public um, to this day. That, that, that's news. But in a larger sense, there's one continuing, historically relevant, significant part of that story, and that is the role of the press. The way I tell the story, the story of a cover-up uh, that unraveled very quickly, I argue beginning that night, not with Gary Hart or later incidents, but beginning the night of Nelson Rockefeller's death, the press redefined what was traditionally considered public 
versus private. And you can get a pretty good argument over whether it's been good for journalism and or good for democracy. But there's very little doubt that it began with Nelson Rockefeller's death and the cover-up that unraveled. Blink Radio, media cover-up. As you can see, Nelson Rockefeller was really a Democrat. Stay free, my friends. WSQF 94.5. Boss Gags, 1977. The Lido Shuffle on Blink Radio 94.5. If you like our programming on WSQF 94.5 and keep us gang, you can also hear us very far away nationwide. WSQF radio.com. And if you like our audio files and our subject matter, subscribe to YouTube Mac on the Rock Rampage. Take care and stay free.